Okay, sweet. We are back on the podcast, week three of episode three, I guess. <laughs> so we have another guest in the studio today. Today we have a student, yep. <laughs> which is super fun. We had a couple staff members, and then now we're going to start introducing some of our students to the heart chats with yeah. students and staff. It should have been students first, I guess. It's okay. But we got, both. we got staff in. We got students in. That's all that matters. So today we have Natasha in. And so tell us a little about where you're from. Yeah. Um, and yourself. Well so I'm from um, Spokane, Washington in the States. And so like around here, everyone from the States always says exactly what state they're from, which is super weird because everyone from Germany is like, I'm from Germany. And we're like, oh, cool. But like right. the States, you have to like specific, like specify, specify that. What yeah. city and state you're from. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm from Spokane, Washington. Um, I'm 20 years old. Um, I have... A little sister, a big brother, and then I have six step siblings. So my parents got divorced when I was dang, that's crazy. Six, yeah, um, yeah. So I just like grew up with living with my mom in like a small town right outside of the city, and it was mostly just me and my mom, my sister. And so like my little sister is like my best friend. Yeah, how old is she compared She's to you? She's seventeen. Okay couple years different yeah so there's a girl on base right now who's 17 and i was like right when i met her i was like you're the same age as my sister we're like sisters so now we like treat each other like we're sisters that's which cool. is super fun but that's yeah. awesome um how old is your brother he he's 26 he's 26 he's married and he has a little boy so i have a nephew as wow. well his name's brayden yeah he's gonna be three like right when we like i think the day after we graduate i have a nephew as well and it's like so cool to be like aunt slash uncle mm -hmm. because it's like you get to be the cool one that's like you don't have to like discipline them really but mm -hmm. you get to like be the person that they love to hang out and with it's just you know? so fun i yeah. love it and it's like it's literally like a mini one of my brother and it's just so <laughs> weird i'm like how is yeah. this it's wild it is pretty crazy yeah that's cool i love it um yeah and so yeah, so you lived with your mom growing um, up. Mm -hmm. That's cool. How old were you when they got divorced? I want to say I was second or third grade. So when I, I grew up going to school in Idaho, and then my parents got divorced, and I moved to Washington, my mom and my sister. So cool. I started a new school at fourth, in like fourth grade and then like stayed there all throughout high school. Um, yeah. Wow, that's pretty young, especially yeah. for your sister. Your sister must have just been born. She was or like kindergarten. Pretty young. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't remember like anything. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Did that like, I mean, we're going pretty deep, pretty oh quick. Oh, yeah, totally like fine. <laughs> did that like affect you a lot like oh, with your childhood? Oh, yeah. Stuff? Yeah, I think a lot. Like even this week, like we're doing the Father Heart of God. And like right. there's so many things that I was like, oh, yeah, like that didn't affect me. Like that's just normal. And then like they're unpacking mm. like all of these things. Like what did your parents do? like in their past like affect you right. and like what are these things that like you sh like he said something today about how you shouldn't have been in that role as a kid or something like that mm. and i was like whoa yeah that was cool how because he basically yeah i can't remember the context really he was kind of like talking to kids who had to grow up too fast yeah yeah i yeah. guess mm -hmm. and was saying like you were never intended to be mm -hmm. like you you should have had the opportunity to like be a kid you know yeah and like so that was yeah, yeah. 
That's cool that yeah. that was like spoke to you today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we are doing this week in lectures. We're doing the Father Heart of God week. So we're talking about how God relates to us as Father. And it's a really like hard week, but mm-hmm. also like such a beautiful week too because yeah. there's like a lot of healing and a lot of, I don't know, restoration with like relationship with Father God that happens. But it also brings up a lot of hard things in people's lives where maybe their family family life back home like maybe they didn't have a dad present or maybe if they did that it wasn't the best relationship and so it kind of opens up some wounds that yeah uh, maybe you've healed from a little bit but need some like really depth of healing or maybe people who haven't even like thought about that before so yeah it's a pretty good week so far we've got a speaker his name is steve ahern steve ahern yes Mm -hmm. and he He's like apparently like a pretty big. He seems like he's a pretty big deal. He's like the bass director in Melbourne. Yeah, like the YWAM bass there, which I was like. So he's been in YWAM like thirty years. Forty. Forty, like something crazy. Yeah, I think he said forty. Like he started, he did his DTS in New Zealand and then pioneered the Melbourne bass. And like, isn't that like a pretty big bass or like? I think so. I don't. I didn't even. I didn't even know there's a YWAM bass in Melbourne, but. Yeah, apparently, yeah, him and his wife, and they have like bunch of kids and grandkids now that all live there yeah so yeah. it's <laughs> really crazy but That's he so was cool. like the ywam the like ywam australia director mm-hmm. of like all the ywam bases in australia at one point yeah so like he's pretty pretty intense guy because he's actually like he's actually british originally yeah and moved to australia so he's kind of got this like weird like delivery style and like sense of humor and mm. but a lot of like really good things to share and like I like I've already taken away a ton of stuff. He's really challenged me on a lot of stuff this week, which has been good. Yeah, I think even just like he gives off the presence of being a dad. And so like, yeah, that's true. It's not just like a normal speaker where it's like they're like a teacher or something like that. But like he even the way he like his mannerisms and how he speaks like yeah. he's talking to us like even his dad jokes and yeah, stuff. yeah yeah and like just hi- everything about him so like when he's talking i feel like he's just like a dad or like that kind of figure and mm. i know he's like kind of portray that as well yeah. and just but yeah so it's really interesting and in hearing like the father heart of god through even his like opinions like a lot of us are all from different backgrounds and right. so there can be some controversy and like some I don't want to say bickering but like sometimes like people are like right. wait i don't agree with that which is like totally fine and it's cool to hear other people's perspectives especially being in ywam there's so many different people and speakers yeah well um, and when that happens it kind of creates this hopefully it creates like when i like i found when i disagree with things that speakers say it just pushes me back to scripture or back to god and being yeah. like i don't know if i agree with that god like i need you to show me truth and it actually like grows me because i don't like agree with something in the moment and then oftentimes i get more clarity or or like i get insight to like what the speaker was saying or the context that they were using it from and Mm -hmm. so yeah it's it's really that's such an interesting thing about ywam it's like having all the cultures and people with different languages so sometimes words like kind of translate differently or so but it's been really good this week he he does give off like a really strong like sense of father like presence you know and he's just very like 
calm and collected and yeah. the way he speaks. I think the reason, like, with him being so calm and collective, he brings things up that you're, like, not even thinking about. And then, like, today, he was just, like, yeah, to those kids who, like, haven't um, had to grow up early or whatever. And, like, every mm. like it just, like, gets to everyone. And then, like, he had yeah. us, like, raise our hands to, like, all these different questions, which, like, in any other context, if someone asked you these questions, you probably wouldn't admit to it. Right, right. But there was, everyone was raising their hands around the room. And, like, we don't know what they're thinking or, like, why they're raising their hands. But it was, like, this weird declaration. Yeah. But, like, it was really cool to see everyone, like, raising their hands and, like, yeah. being honest about it. Because then it, like, creates this, an atmosphere where you know, like, I'm not alone y- mm-hmm. in my, like, struggle or in my pain or in my, you know trying to figure this out you know that it's like other people struggle with rejection or like feeling left like I wasn't seen growing up or or things like that and so yeah it is really cool I think the way he's approached it this week has been really really cool um okay so tell so you told us a little about your family which is cool um tell us like how did you hear that did you hear it like crackle? A little bit. I was like, what the? <laughs> I'll take that out. So tell us a little bit about how you got to YWAM. Okay. Like what made you come to the decision of I'm going to do DTS and I'm going to do it in Brisbane. Like why and how did you come to that? Okay. Well, so... I graduated in 2017, and I was actually going to go to a college. I was going to go to Washington State University cool. in Washington, obviously. Um, yeah, so I was, like, ready to go. Like, I, like, all throughout high school, I was like, I have to go to college. Like, I'm, like, first generation going to college. Like, I have, like, I have mm. to get my degree. Um, so, like. Because it's such, like, a thing, like, yeah. in the States, at least. I don't mm-hmm. know how it is in, like, other countries around the world. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like in America, there's just, like, such this, like, set standard of like you go to high school then you go to college then you get a job and that's like what you do and there's no other like you don't branch out you don't go to australia (laughs) for six months like or you're a psycho yeah yeah like i think there's probably like i'm i don't even know how many but i graduated with like 150 kids it like around there so like a small high school small town like we know everyone and i don't think there's more than five of us that have actually left the country like That's unless crazy. they would join the military which a lot of like a lot of people right. do that but yeah so me doing this like i think i might i don't know for sure but i'm pretty sure i'm the only one of my graduating class who's ever done ywam wow. and it's just it's not a known thing like i didn't even yeah. hear about it till like a week after i graduated like i had no Dang, idea what it was pretty quick yeah so wait you graduated this last may or yeah, no no 2017 no, so i'm 20 two years ago yeah okay yeah. so what have you done between then so <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a whole thing so i so i was like, gonna go to college and then i was like i felt like god was just like no i don't need to go and i was like just getting into my faith like i grew up in a christian home like we prayed before eating and like we prayed at night and we yeah. went to church on sundays but it wasn't like i didn't know god like i didn't even know mm. about like G- like the trinity until like I was 16 or something. I didn't understand that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, I was going to go to college, and then I was just kind of, like, God was always in the back of my mind, and I was like, all right, so, like, I think I kind of want to do something with ministry. Like, I want to go to college for God, 
but like I don't know what that looks like Mm -hmm. and I just never really had a heart for ministry so I was like I don't really know why I even think of this so then I backed out of going to college um right away so like like in perfect timing too so I got all my money back I like had like all my dorms and everything set and I got my money back right away and it was like such a blessing um so my parents were just like you could just stay at home and like work and you know like just take a year off like you don't know what you want to do just take a year off and just work and I was like all right that's what I'll do so then I started going to youth group and stuff um the end of my senior year I actually got baptized in May 2017 and um I actually started dating someone and I found out about YWAM from his parents which was crazy wow that's because yeah she was his mom um was like have you ever heard of ywam like you know you you said you want to do school with missions have you ever heard of ywam and i was like no like what is that she's like you can what was your first thought when she used that phrase like ywam i was just like like i don't know what i was just so confused and i was like no i don't know what you're talking about like what and she was like you can do school (laughs) and travel the world and i was like oh okay that's different like i've never heard of anyone doing that um, so that was just kind of like a little spark. Um, and I really didn't know, like, I didn't really think on it too much. And I was like, maybe one day. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I s- pretty much spent like two years. It was like a pretty rough two years, like a whole, whole lot happened, but I just pretty kind of up and down trying to find like what you're supposed to do and stuff. Yeah. Cause I was just, I was in this really dark place, I guess. And just like, um, I so like I said I didn't really have a foundation in God and so I like so you were just kind of like working and like mm -hmm. trying to figure out like yeah God what like who are you and what do I do yeah and I I was like I said like I was in this relationship and so I was in this mindset that like I can't do anything without him Mm. and so I was like and he we were long distance like he ended up moving like right after um, I started dating and stuff, and so I spent the two years ish like waiting for him to come back, and like so I was just like working and like trying to press into God, but I didn't mm-hmm. really, I didn't have a community, and I didn't really know what I was doing, and so I was just like aimlessly working, and I was like, I have no purpose, what is this? Um, and then like I don't even know, like November of that year, I was like scrolling through Instagram, and it's actually Maddie May that I found out about why I went from, but I didn't know her. Because she's, she's a staff member here, for those listening. Yeah, yeah. She is not staffing our school, but mm-hmm. she staffs here on base and staffs other schools throughout the year. Yeah. But she's from... Washington. S- but, somewhere. like, she's from, like, I think Vancouver. But she's, like, on the other okay. side of the state. So, somehow... How did you... It was God. I have no idea. I somehow found her Instagram. I would just, like, follow Because you guys weren't friends. No, I didn't know who she was. I just, like, followed her because she had, like, really cool photos. And I was like, oh, she's so cool. Like, she seems really cool. I just like her, like, <laughs> her page. So I followed it. And then that's one day crazy. she posted a photo and it said, why Brisbane? And I was like, oh, why am Like, that's what his mom was talking about. Like, what is yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. And I clicked on it and it, would, like, popped up the map of Australia. And I was like, that's so cool. I didn't know there was ones in Australia. So why when Brisbane was like the first one I even like considered thought of. or thought, yeah. yeah. Dang, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, and now like meeting her and actually knowing her, I'm like, right. this is crazy. But yeah, so and then I have you told her that? Yeah, I think I did. I'm pretty sure I that's talked to her like about cra- it. That's like crazy. If someone came up to me and was like, I followed you, <laughs> and that's how I'm here, I'll be like, what? Yeah. 
That's wild. It, and well, because I messaged, I think you were messaging her and being like, "What's why women like Australia like like what?" And then she told me about like Mad, and that was like I think the first year that they did the coffee track. Oh yeah. And so she told me that, and that was like kind of just like sparked something in me, and I was wow, like, "Wow, that's cool. That'd be super cool." That's yeah. really cool. Because so you're doing the coffee track, so tell us about yes. doing the coffee track. So why are you doing the coffee track, and then, like, how has it been so far? So, um, yeah, I, I've just always had it on my heart to just like do coffee. Like, I thought it was really just like, oh, all the cool kids do it. Like, that's why I want to work at a coffee shop. Like, you know, it's just yeah. something you can't really get into. Like, a lot of the times, you need like a lot of experience. And so, yeah. um, do you like love coffee though? I love coffee. Yeah. and I'm loving it even more that I'm here yeah. like it's so much it's I feel like, like the more you like do coffee and mm-hmm. like are, are around it the more you love it you know? yeah yeah um so I, I don't know I pretty much was like I want to do the coffee track so that I could get experience so that one day I could get a job in coffee because yeah. you can't get a job in coffee super easily in the states like you have to have like six especially months. like big cities or places yeah. where like coffee cultures and like, like really artisan specialty coffee yeah, like totally. you have to know how to do like everything so like I was just like oh I'll go to Australia for YWAM and then I'll just do the coffee track I'll get experience then I can come home and like do coffee that's cool um but I ended up getting a job in coffee past like last November and it was like I didn't have any experience and it's like it was like the biggest blessing because I was working I was like working at Mod Pizza for like about a year and I was like Mm -hmm. a manager and stuff and I just wanted a coffee job so bad and then I like applied like four months earlier and they called me randomly and were just like hey we have an opening um like do you want to come in for an interview and I was like uh yeah and I got my interview and my manager who interviewed me is like one of my best friends now but it's so cool it was like the biggest blessing and so Dang, i learned that's crazy. yeah and i i just like it grew my um like love for like ca- like ta- i don't know like seeing people as people because mm. like when i worked at mod you get it like you want them to like get in and get out like right here's ha- your pizza eat it yeah we'll no i want you to go in. like there's yeah. way too many people in here you don't really get to c- have conversation and talk to people who are no eating pizza no you don't i mean i love no. pizza but like it's not really you don't go and when you're a customer you don't go there to like yeah hang out with them you know and like get, like build community with the workers you're just right. like you're you like let's do our job and yeah yeah totally. yeah so it was weird working at a coffee shop because like i stopped seeing people as objects and i mm. actually started seeing them as people and yeah. it was like the weirdest like mind change ever yeah um and then just over that year it was a pretty slow coffee stand it was like in a pretty weird um area so it's kind of hard to get into and stuff but we had regulars and like i built so many relationships with them just like over the year and like a lot of like some people like helped me fund to come here and like some of the customers yeah they would just give me money and it was insane and i was just like like i told one lady and uh, she's like oh yeah you're going to school like what are you doing and i was like oh i'm actually leaving for australia for youth with a mission in like a month and she's like oh she just literally hands me a hundred dollar bill and i was like you just had that on you and you just gave it to me and i just started crying i was like i don't understand how that happens but like god was just providing like through that whole thing and even like some people that like I had as customers are like following like my newsletter and like following wow. me on Instagram and stuff, just like That's keeping so up cool. with me. Yeah, so coffee has a cool way of like bringing in a depth of relationship that like most mm-hmm. other 
I don't know, platforms, I guess, maybe don't yeah. have the opportunity to, you know, like, it just reaches people in a really, like, human way. Yeah. And I don't know, it's a really cool, like, tool that, especially Christians, like, if they use it right, I think can, like, mm-hmm. really bring, like, positive influence and change, you know? Yeah, even just, like, them coming up and, like, having the barista remember their name or their order. Right. Like, they feel so seen and, like, they just, like, they come in like they're friends. And it's just, like, yeah. this crazy thing of, like, yeah, I'm serving you. I didn't know you before this, but now you're not a stranger. You're kind of my yeah, friend. Totally. And, like, yeah, it's the it's just the weirdest, like, um, kind of job, honestly. Like, I don't really think there's another job. Yeah. Like I was trying that. to – I was just trying to think of that. Like, yeah. is there something similar to this that, like – I don't think there is. It's kind of, like, very unique and special, you know? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So tell – okay, so you're doing the coffee track here. Yeah what you said you were gonna do it to try to get a coffee job Mm -hmm. down the road which like obviously now you have like kind of double experience Mm -hmm. a little bit so like what's we talked about this a little yesterday yeah together but like what's your heart and like plan Mm -hmm. to like use coffee so so like back to like how i came here um I like God was bugging me about doing YWAM like I was like I'm not doing it like this is not happening and I pretty much made a deal with him which I don't really know if we should like put that on there but I pretty much told that I told God I was driving home from work and I was like okay God like if me and this guy break up I will do YWAM and I just made that bet and I just like he kept bugging me and like things would kept coming up and people kept like coming to my life they're like oh yeah I did YWAM and I did YWAM and like I was like, okay, this is it's weird. like some crazy, like, movie where, like, all you hear is why we are. Like uh-huh. And I just, like, every single time I heard it, I was like, oh, I want to do it so bad. But, like, no, I just can't. Like, and so then we ended up breaking up. And literally the next day, I was like, all right, I'm going. Like, I'm just going to go to YWAM. Dang, that's crazy. So, like, yeah. So uh. I, like, applied within, like, two weeks, I think. And, but my heart with it is, like, I kind of, like, started beginning of this year, like, I don't know like so like coffee's cool like I just like you know and then overworking um at the coffee shop like uh, back home I realized like it's so much more than like just being cool like it's about Mm. like the people you reach and then um that's what makes it cool yeah that's what makes it cool yeah yeah like when you love people Mm -hmm. but back home um me and some friends from like my young adults group we went to this uh nonprofit in spokane called cup of cool water and i was kind of telling you about Mm. this yesterday yeah totally that's cool um they are like mostly focused on the homeless teens in spokane and like the homeless population in spokane is like pretty bad like everyone Mm. gets pushed out of seattle and then brought to spokane yeah that makes sense yeah and so you can't really walk the downtown streets without seeing homeless people on every single street corner Mm. like you avoid the bus station because there's so many homeless people there like it's just kind of a known thing um and so we went and helped with this thing called cup of cool water and i was so scared and i was we were like making we all get together one of my friend's houses we made a bunch of food and we're like gonna go and we we were all like like, a bunch of people were super excited, and I was like, I don't know what I'm getting myself into. Like, I'm yeah. about to be around a bunch of homeless people. It's a little people. intimidating. And yeah. Like, you're like, what am I, like, what am I supposed to say or do? Can mm-hmm. I help them? Like, uh-huh. yeah, totally. It was so, like, weird. And then, like, we went, and, like, we we just brought food, and we just served them. And they do, like, different things. Like, they help, like, place them in homes, help them find jobs. And then 
they have showers and um it's kind of like a community center almost yeah but it's like closed like there's certain times during the week that they can come and they have to like sign up for certain things too so it have you have to be willing to like you can't just like walk in you have to like really be willing to be in it i think yeah that's cool um but they like can get clothes like a certain amount of items of clothes throughout the month and like all these really cool things and so we served them and like it was so cool the people like the kids were just like so genuine and so friendly and they were just they just like loved they were just like loving on us and just like so happy and it was mind-blowing to like see these kids with like so much less and like such broken homes but like so happy over something like us just being there and giving them food yeah and like that's really cool and there's that and like that they're like faces lighting up we brought them like 10 gallons of chocolate milk and their faces lit up they were so <laughs> excited about it and everybody loves chocolate milk i know it was just yeah but i think like that definitely got something in me what's it called cup of the cup or cup of cool water okay yeah we, we well after the podcast give me we'll put their like maybe a link to their website or something okay. do they have a website I, don't uh, know. they have an instagram i think they have a website maybe We'll, we'll find it and we'll okay. put it in the like notes okay. of the podcast that mm-hmm. way people can check it out and see cool yeah especially if they're like in that area they can go check it out and mm-hmm. like help um yeah cool so like you kind of got connected to like getting a heart for homeless mm-hmm. and bringing that like bringing help through coffee yeah and i don't really know what that looks like yeah yet but after that happened like I left and it was just like so moved and I was like I'm so confused like God's putting this on my heart so hard like why do I feel like this Mm. and so I really do want to open up like a coffee shop someday and somehow like whether I can like get people jobs or like help them in some way I don't know yeah it's really cool we were talking about this yesterday mm -hmm. like without even thinking about the podcast really but just heard you talk about how that was kind of your heart for coffee and mm-hmm. um i got to i worked in a coffee shop for a couple of years like and one of the main things we focused on as well was like the homeless in the city that we were in and it's just really cool to see how how you can bridge the gap between customers who aren't living in homelessness mm-hmm. or i think that that's kind of a weird phrase but who aren't homeless and then you have homeless customers and how do you bridge the gap and invite customers into the process of helping homeless, mm-hmm. but also do your part in helping the homeless? And yeah. you know what I mean? And it, it's it's like, I feel like it's a delicate balance, but it's really rewarding when you see it like working health in a healthy yeah. way. Um, yeah, it's really, really cool. So that's really awesome. I'm excited to see like what that looks like yeah, for I you i don't know what it looks like because even like the whole workforce development yeah. kind of stuff is really cool too like that's an interesting thing to like mm-hmm. look into as far as like how do i provide jobs for people but not just so they have a paycheck you know what i mean yeah but like to actually like better them and like in the in a weird way kind of like disciple them mm-hmm. you know in not just spiritual things like i think we think of discipleship as like just always spiritual but yeah you know like i can disciple you on how to make coffee you mm-hmm. know what i mean and so like i think it's a cool way to like develop character and develop like people who actually want to get back on their feet a little yeah. bit yeah that's the key too you know mm-hmm. it's like there's a lot of homeless people who 
kind of like the system and want to use the system a little bit but then there's a lot of homeless people who truly are like trying to find a way out of homelessness yeah. you know and that's i think what you're speaking to is like i want to i want to find those people and like pull them up you know yeah i think like with like especially like kids is like what got my heart was like these kids yeah. didn't ask for that yeah and totally. that's it's not their fault they it wasn't their fault and it's kind of like what you're saying earlier yeah we were like steve was saying like mm-hmm. you, you don't you didn't deserve to like be put in this position yeah and grow up so fast right. when you weren't supposed to be and you're supposed to be taken care of and so i think that's why like whatever it looks like somehow just like helping the people who actually like want help and aren't trying to like mm. you know like milk the system or whatever yeah um and like because I, like, I love, like, I, or I don't love, like, what am I trying to say? Um, I love helping, like, homeless people, like, when I see them. But, mm-hmm. like, I have a hard time with just, like, giving them money. Right, right. Because I think a lot of people struggle with that. Yeah, just because, like, you can give them money and they can go buy alcohol. Like, you don't know what they're going to do with it. Yeah. And, like. There's still a mystery piece to that. Yeah. And Cause so, like. Because you also don't know, like, what, like, how do I help? Mm-hmm. You know, like, because all you think in your mind is, like. I guess money is what they need, you know, but like, cause you don't really, you, if you've never been in their shoes, yeah, you don't really know what they need. Mm-hmm. So that, that struggle is hard. And how do you get them like off of the street? Like there's so yeah. much more than just money. Cause then it's like, they it's have to like be able just to a band aid. Yeah. You know, how do yeah. you actually like bring healing and like mm-hmm. true restoration? Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. I'm excited to see like where that goes and like how that (laughs) happens obviously we've still got the rest of the bts to like grow and like for you to learn more about coffee but see what else god says yeah totally totally just listening to what he says so um that's really cool okay so let's let's make it head towards a landing here okay we're gonna start a segment on the podcast called three two one and we're gonna finish every week with this little segment so um we're going to do three fun facts, two people that have influenced you or, or role models and why, and then one thing that God's currently teaching you. Okay. So, so let's start with the three fun three facts. Fun um, I'm half Russian, so my mom was born in Russia. She moved to America when she was 15. She's never been back. So, like, I can't speak to half of my family because they all speak Russian. Um, what? Yeah. They all speak Russian. Most Not li- they speak English, too, though. Some of them, but, like, I've never had a conversation with my grandma before. What? And I grew up near her. Yeah, it's insane. She I actu- doesn't speak any English. She, like, slowly, but she's lived here. She lived in, or not here, we're in Australia. Um, She's lived in America for over 20 years, because I'm 20. What? Yeah. And you never, like, fully had a conversation? No. She knows, like, I love you, or, like, hi and bye, but no. I've never had a conversation with oh her. So my, my mom will tell... She'll That's like, crazy. She'll so in- your mom speaks. Mm-hmm. So she, like, translates, I guess? Mm-hmm. She'll, inter- she'll say it, and I'm like, I cannot believe she said that. Like, she'll, like, my grandma will make a joke, and I'm like, there's no way she said that. Are you serious? She's like, yeah. I'm like, I can't understand. What? Yeah. So I really want to learn how to speak Russian. That's my, like... That's like goal. a goal. Dang, yeah. That's crazy. Okay, that's yeah. really that's a good <laughs> one. That's a really good one. Okay, number two. Two. Um Oh come on, you got okay. more than just um, one. Okay, I know, I'm like okay, so I have triplet cousins. I don't know if that's triplet cousins. Yes. There's I don't know if I've ever met triplets actually. They look nothing alike. They don't even look like their sisters. <laughs> but wow. they're like they're they're three, I think triplet 
Wow. I can't even imagine what that's like. Yeah. Like, as a sibling or, like, especially as a parent. Oh, my gosh. It was Like, insane. I can't even imagine having a kid now. Mm-hmm. Like, there's days when I'm, like, I'm just trying to keep up with myself, you know? And then having three at one time. Yeah. Yeah. But it's... I can't even That's imagine. been, like, such a cool thing. Like, having three cousins that are the same age. And they're so different, and they do not look anything alike. Wow, that's so... Yeah. Crazy and my aunt, happens. my aunt got pregnant again, and she's due in December what? or next month. Yeah, Bless her. <laughs> I need know. to. We we're sending. What's her name? <laughs> Lily. Lily, we're sending out a prayer request for Lily and the triplets. Yes. God bless them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pray for Lily. Oh we're gonna gosh. start that hashtag. <laughs> hashtag that. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's Another a really one. good one. Number three. What's mm-hmm. number three? Um, I really, really want to convert a van and travel the U.S. in it. Really? Yes. That has been, like, a dream of mine for so long. I'm, like, I think I like the idea Mm -hmm. of that and, like, the idea of, like, tiny houses. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love, like, watching tiny house shows or, like, YouTube videos of people, like, doing that. Like, converting converting it. There's actually a girl that... I staffed her DPS who just did this. Okay, she just converted a van into like, I don't even know what you call it, a, like a home or something. Yeah. Uh, what do you call it? Camper van. Like yeah, camper yeah. van. I don't, is there like a tiny home? Like, you know how there's like tiny homes, mm-hmm. like the name of. I think just a camper like van. A I don't know. I, ever forg- I don't remember. It's exactly. kind of cool though. Yeah. She was like, she's like posting updates that she like put in everything and like, it's pretty crazy. She had like a little stove in there and everything. It's really weird. I thought for a long time I'd want to live out of it. And then after I really thought about it, I was like, I don't think I could do like a straight like year living in a van. Right. But I think it'd be really cool to like travel to like all the national parks or something like that around the States. But like. But even if you just had one as like a. Like a vacation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, like you just take it on vacations. Like mm-hmm. I guess if you don't have triplets, you know. Oh, yeah. Be yeah. Fine, but <laughs> like if it's just you. Yeah. I think it'd be so cool. That's I've like I have a really whole crazy. Pinterest board. I've wanted to do this for years. I have a whole Pinterest board. I'm like ready. Like wow, dude, come on, let's yeah. do it. That's we'll sick. see though. Like even like hearing about Pathfinders and Beach to Bush, like what they're going through. I'm like I don't know if I could handle like even just the changes we have like in our mad BTS. Yeah. I'm like, this is insane. But like maybe by the end of this, I'll be like really ready to live yeah. out of a van. You know? You've like seen it all. Dude. Yeah. It's like that's no big Traveled deal. everywhere, yeah. but yeah. Some people do some crazy stuff with those things, though. They're, like, really nice. Yeah. So I feel like if you had, like, the right people helping you out, mm-hmm. like, it could be really cool. My stepdad's, like, a great mechanic, and so oh, he will help me with that for sure. That's so cool. Yeah. Wow, those are good. Those are good <laughs> fun facts. Um, okay, two role models or people of influence, maybe, that you look up to and like you model yourself after okay well one of them um is my friend back home anna cromer okay um we actually were she's like the first person that came to mind she uh we went to high school together and she's two years older than me but we weren't friends at all like we knew each other everyone in the small town knows everyone but we became friends like two years ago like after high school she just invited me to her church i posted on instagram like oh i really like want to go to like a church with a young adults group just hopping around like does anyone have any recommendations so I started going and 
she's become like one of my best friends ever and she's just like that's so cool she's such a woman of god and like i can go to her with any of my questions and like we can just sit there like every time we've hung out we sit there on our couch and have like this huge theological debate on what's right what's <laughs> wrong and like just god in general yeah and so her and her husband nathan have been like the biggest um influencers in my life that's like super cool yeah and they're such blessings like are they like super pumped you're here too oh yeah totally yeah. nathan was the pastor that um did my recommendation to come to YWAM. Oh, cool yeah that's sweet yeah so is he pastor of the church there or they run the small group or the they the adult group? so that he was the young adult pastor um at a ch that church that i was going to with them for a bit and then they actually started a home church um in june and so that's what i've been going to before i got here so they just like we meet at their house they have we have like communion and everything we just like read the bible and he leads it he went to moody bible institute cool, yeah so he like has that like degree and everything That's cool. and so we just like go through the bible and just like have community and it's probably That's the so coolest cool. kind of church service i've ever been yeah, to definitely. but that's awesome yeah definitely anna for sure like cool shout out to anna yeah that's legit <laughs> okay Such number two like it could be someone like that you just look up to in, in like the world, you know, like Oprah or something. Oh. I don't know, Ellen. I don't, I don't even know if there's any. Those aren't my two, by the way. Just, <laughs> just I Oprah. Was, I was just throwing those <laughs> out. The, the Oprah and Ellen aren't my two, but. Honestly, I'm just gonna say my little sister, which is like I've said that like, and I've said that so many times throughout like the past couple of years. I'm like, oh, one of the people I look up to is my little sister, and people are like that's weird she's your <laughs> she's little younger, sister yeah. but she's been like one of the like biggest influencers in my walk of, like of faith like she mm. is like such a woman of god at 17 years old that's so cool and even when i was not living in a way like that like she was living it out and mm. she was the one who was like hey tasha like quit that like don't do yeah. that um that's so cool so which is like totally should be the roles reversed and i hope like right. i'm gonna get there where i can like be yeah, that example totally. to her but yeah definitely my sister like she's just yeah she just doesn't like she has such a heart for people and like she just That's doesn't so cool. give up on people even when like they do her so dirty yeah um but That's yeah so cool i mean those are pretty deep they're not super funny but no those yeah. are great <laughs> yeah those are sweet cool okay last one okay one thing God's teaching you right now. Ooh, um, God is definitely teaching me that, like, he never left. Like, mm. how present he really is. Like, in the character and nature of God, um, it was really, like, uh, like, shown to us how God never leaves. He's everywhere mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. And it's just, like, you can't go anywhere without him being around you. Yeah. And I think I've just always, like, thought that God was, like, there on Sundays, and then during the rest of the week, he wasn't there, like, who is yeah. this person? But that he's, like, a friend, and he's always with me. Um, That's cool. Yeah, and something that um, Steve's actually been saying, he said it, like, five times the other day. He was, like, God's heart broke when you went, like, when you go through pain, like, and mm. he was there during everything. Yeah. Um. So I think that that's cool that's been just like res like residing in me a lot lately of just like realizing that um god is like there and he like cares about me like my f like a father 
because he is the like right, big, you know he's like father, the father yeah. um but that he cares and that he never left and that it actually broke his heart it wasn't like he was like oh i had this happen to you because mm. you were doing something wrong or you were sinning right. but like that broke my heart um yeah and I, he's just been That's so cool it's it's been honestly the wow. most insane like revelations of him yeah. just like breaking walls down and like just like reframing your mind a little bit to know that like you're not alone in mm-hmm. anything you know good and yeah bad, you know yeah but yeah just definitely seeing him as like a friend and like always there instead of seeing him yeah. as like this distant god who comes when you need him yeah kind of and just yeah. like is like you know i've kind of i guess i've seen him as like really passive and like mm. doesn't really care like he's trying to manage the world so yeah. like why is he worried about me mm-hmm. kind of thing yeah but yeah that's definitely been that's a so cool man that's so awesome yeah i think that's super true i heard like steve say that like how how god is like yeah that just that phrase how he's like never left mm-hmm. but also like he was there the whole time but because of who he is and like his willingness to give us free will he didn't like intervene mm-hmm. and take away the opportunity for him for yeah. like growth to happen you know what yeah. i mean yeah. which is like kind of a weird thing to wrap your head around but just to like know like i don't know god w- god was looking over me and like watching me the whole time is like a really if you can grasp that mm-hmm. it's like a really profound like kind of crazy thing yeah. you know i think also like seeing the beauty that can come out of it mm. like after going through things like that like we go through so yeah. many hard things in our lives but seeing the beauty that can come out of something so bad or like that just hurts you so bad like mm. it just shows his character and how much he cares and loves for it like loves yeah. us like like even if we do go through hard things that he's still gonna bless us totally and like bring that dust and just make it into something like so beautiful and that's i mean that's like definitely being here like i can just see how he's making something so beautiful out of so much brokenness yeah which has been like amazing and he's i know he's it's only week four and he's gonna keep wrecking yeah i know that for sure totally but yeah that's so cool man thanks for sharing that yeah cool well we're gonna we're we're gonna wrap it up and um yeah i want to give people an opportunity to connect with you mm. so um we'll we'll share your information we'll put natasha's like instagram maybe facebook i don't know if people want to shoot you a message like that's totally fine people may be like hey add me to a newsletter or mm-hmm. you know how do i keep up with what you're doing and like how god's growing you um yeah it may be like people that know you and yeah. are just <laughs> trying to keep up but it may be people that are like hey like mm-hmm. i'll I don't know you, but I want to know what God's doing and like hear more encouraging things. So we'll Which put that in the show notes. I'm totally for that. Always. Yeah, <laughs> totally. So reach out, connect with her. Um, and we'll also put details in if you're someone who's listening and you're like, I'm thinking about a DTS and I don't know, like, you know, you're in a position where Natasha's in and you're like, you're like, I don't know, God, I don't know if I want to do it, but like, I kind of do want to do it. And you're just struggling to find that out. Like, We'll put it in the show notes as well, our website for YWAM Brisbane. You can check out more about the DTS. And if you want to shoot us an email or send us a message um, on Facebook or something to find out more about the DTS, you can do that too. 
um, we're super open to any questions or like just trying to help you figure out like why when it's definitely not the answer Mm -mm. to to your future but we think it's a really cool tool that God can use to like help bring clarity to one discovering more about him Mm -hmm. first and foremost but then letting him kind of launch you into whatever he has whether that's starting a coffee shop for homeless or whatever it may be so cool thanks for we we always this has kind of become like a funny tradition is like the jingle at the end okay so we like try to come up with like a funny like funny jingle do you have like a something that comes to mind you know how aaron says yeah that's good i've seen that done somewhere else we should record him doing that with music we're gonna make stickers about that too that's so good Mm yeah that's good yeah that's good yeah that's good (laughs) all right thanks for listening we will catch you guys next time yeah bye